Chicago. Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in, everyone. I am Kevin Kaduk, head of content at CHGO, joined, as always, by my friend Luke Stuckmeyer, Casey Standahar, and Lawrence Benedetto, also in the house on this Thursday morning. Refreshing for Dansby. I'm just over here refreshing for Dansby. Has it happened yet? Nope, we can continue. Uh, there's Brad Boxberger news, Luke. <laughs> oh, the Cubs have obtained the woo. services of Brad Boxberger one year, $2.8 million. Initial thoughts? I thought it was uh, Bruce Boxleitner uh, from Prospect <laughs> High School who went on Scarecrow and Mrs. King, a great show back in the 80s. That's Bruce a- Boxberger, <laughs> that's, where, that's where emergency podcast. Wow. Here we go. Emergency pod. Uh, I was on the books for 2.8. I was worried we were going to be overruled. Sean Caselli in the chat says, Jed got his guy, called an offseason. He got another reliever to flip the deadline. He's happy. (laughs) Shout out to Sean for for joining us. He's a mainstay on Thursday mornings at the CHGO Sports Podcast. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, This is the main Chicago CHGO Sports Podcast, and we like to have a lot of fun. Smash I don't like know, if, like, I, 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 like, I'm not sure if, if I've been having fun lately, though. Luke, like, no, honestly, um, I, on Monday, I like, I woke up in my feelings. Right, um, Sunday night, I watched the Bulls blow that game against Atlanta. Ugh. I got up and wrote what I thought was one of my better newsletters, huh? just railing against the Cubs and Sox for being cheap, which we talked about on last Thursday's show. And I came in, and I was like, I don't know. Um, I felt this way like two months ago, and Justin Fields saved me. Yeah. And, and, and like, made me feel good and, and made me feel optimistic. It's, uh, it's sort of been downhill ever since Aaron Rodgers went like this to the fans at Soldier Field. When he, when he gave the salute, like, up yours. You're talking about after the latest win? Chicago sports, the latest one at yeah. Soldier Field. We were feeling good. Uh, Fields was great. Everything was on the up and up. They'd traded for Claypool. The Cubs were going to sign two out of, of the four shortstops. Right. Maybe the Sox would do something. Then the Sox are doing nothing. The Cubs are doing, so far, nothing. And the Bulls have been the Bulls, and the Blackhawks have been the Blackhawks. And then Rodgers comes in, wins again, and I don't know. You guys did the uh, a great Cubs podcast yesterday after the signing of Correa. And I think one of your commenters said, and you guys were wearing all black. Was that, was that, was that not orchestrated? On, that was not on purpose. So you guys were four across here. Everyone dressed in black. And someone yeah. said, it looks like a funeral waiting room. And it did. Oh, especially with Cody. Cody, when he gets down, you yeah. got to bring that guy out of a deep, deep hole of despair. Like, he, he gets upset. I said, Cody is in dire need of a Christmas miracle. <laughs> You know, he like, really like he wants Dansby so badly now. Right. Both of us were staying up for an emergency podcast. You know how old I am. For me to stay up till midnight last night, just being like, "Please let this happen." Some guy named Skipper says it's going to happen yeah. on Twitter, so we're all up till midnight saying Skipper, Skipper, Skipper. Skipper's like when uh, Wet Butt Twenty Three broke the uh, oh jose quintana story and then katie perry's booty hole ah. backed it up with the stats this is right a family afterwards. podcast that's, luke that's oh. what family happened podcast. i'm not i'm not saying anything factually speaking wet butt 23 broke the quintana trade on twitter <laughs> and katie perry's booty hole 
had the information about it afterwards. So everybody, when they saw Skipper coming up with, that's mm-hmm. it, it's happening tonight, Dansby's going to be announced, was like, oh, maybe. He could know. He could know. Do you remember the uh, Christmas special, A Very Brady Christmas? Yes. Remember uh, Mr. Brady goes into the building that's getting building getting built it collapses on him everyone thinks mr brady is dead yes cody is in the rubble right now and we need to pull him out that's right cody is is mr brady i have another christmas uh television story (laughs) frank from it's always sunny in philadelphia has the christmas party and he wants to hear what people are saying about him at the christmas party so he has d and the guys sew him into a leather couch okay and he's listening and you can see him breaking through first of all Google it. It's oh, the yeah. funniest the probably three minutes of television you could possibly ever see. And he comes, he bursts out when somebody's finally talking about him because he can't breathe. And Danny DeVito is greased in, a nude Danny DeVito is greased in Vaseline and he comes pouring out and can't breathe. So I have to say. That's Cody. Cody's just looking for a breath somewhere. He's just, <laughs> someone just give me some oxygen. That's actually a good segue. Uh, we're actually going to talk about Philadelphia versus Chicago later on in the show during the Stuck and Duck segment because the Eagles and Bears are playing this um, yeah. playing this weekend. So yeah. instead of actually talking about a game, which probably won't be very good, we're actually going to talk uh-huh. about Chicago versus Philadelphia in all terms of culture and music and, and things like that. Uh, we're also going to talk just about the Chicago Cubs in general. What is their identity six years after winning the World Series? And now it kind of seems like they're wandering around a little bit, not quite sure who they are. Uh, but first, I did want to mention um, CHGO gift memberships are now available. So if you want to make a fan in your life a diehard, do it. Uh, this is a great way to do it. Yeah. You can get your shopping do done it. before the end of the show. Actually, probably before the next ad don't, break. Don't give another gift card to a fast food place or Starbucks. Right? No. Like, there's no love in that. I, you know this what, though? This is Hold a on. thoughtful well, I got a, gift that gives I a whole year round. I do need to interject a little bit, because I just got my first gift card of the season, and it was to J.P. Graziano's, and Ooh. I am very pleased about that. Ooh. I will take credit for that. Jay Zawoski asked me what oh, is... Oh, we're putting that out in the open. Okay. What is Lawrence's um, favorite restaurant around the... And I said, well, you can't go wrong with Graziano's. Yeah, there you go. So. Thanks, Kev. Oh, good call. So you can take me there after... Oh, yeah. Whenever we're available. <laughs> Whenever you're available to take me to lunch, Lawrence. Perfect. We'll Perfect. I was going to get Lawrence something, and I thought, no, nah, my presence in the building is enough. I agree. That's fine. Yeah. But get those memberships, everyone. <laughs> yeah, the way this works is you uh, put in the, uh, you, you know, you put in your credit card, and you, you, you either get the code, which you could present to the person themselves, or it will automatically email it to them right away. They get the code. They become a member. Once they become a diehard member, they get the cool diehard member box. They get to select their own T-shirt. They get their own diehard membership card. So it's pretty cool. Um, and he gets we haven't merch. sold a lot yet since announcing this, but I kind of have a feeling like December 23rd, December 24th, yeah. once people kind of feel like, oh, shit, I don't have anything. Yes, and they don't have to go anywhere you. to get it. Yeah. And you get, you get a shirt, right? And you get 20% off all of the merch all year. Yep. You get 20% off the takeovers and tailgates. Like it's oh you mean like the takeover we're doing Friday yeah. night for Bold yeah, that's Nicks? right what twenty oh, percent off on that the screen. oh man we're just selling all kinds of things which yeah, includes so free booze Lawrence and I will be at the CHO Bulls takeover tomorrow night Let's I'm looking go. forward to it I think we're we're in uh, dire need of a night out Lawrence and I hope uh, that the Bulls yeah I hope the Bulls um, actually reciprocate and give us something to cheer about tomorrow I mean like, my goodness last night what are they doing brutal. 
It's going to be fun, though. Um, we're meeting at Crossroads tomorrow at 5, which is right across the, the way here. Um, Big Dave's going to be there. Peck's going to be there. I think other CHGO staff members. Joey! It's going to be a lot of fun. Joey's going to be there. Going? Yeah. We're running low on tickets. There's only a few left. So if you are thinking about it, if you are on the fence, uh, now is the time to do it. So, all right. It'll gotta, be a vibe. Got to get your Joey. It'll be a vibe. Joey alone's a vibe. Seriously. Big Dave's a vibe. Peck's a vibe. Immaculate vibes. Immaculate vibes. Is that like, is Immaculate vibes, is that something DNVR came up with? Or is that actually like a larger uh, I don't think pop cultural I thought it was a I, I know I'm asking the exactly album, two right? wrong people about this, but. Immaculate vibes? It's yeah. not a. Maybe wait till Scroll Stoppers. I'm sure Casey has thoughts on vibes. All right, let's talk about this, Luke. Who are the Chicago Cubs? Oh, yeah. Um, the reason I just kind of thought about this is, you know, I think 10 years ago, 20 years ago, there used to be these people who would say, you don't want the Chicago Cubs to win the World Series because then they just become any other team. <clears throat> yeah. And, of course, that was stupid. That was, like, the stupidest yeah. thing anyone could ever say because why would, you know, you wanted the World Series to, to end, right? And that was, right. 2016 was awesome. But those people weren't entirely wrong because I don't know who the Chicago Cubs are right now. I don't know what their identity is. They are a team uh, that is ostensibly a large market team. They play in a ballpark that is beautiful now. They fix that up. It's a it's a very cool place. Uh, they have a regional sport, their own regional sports network. Um, by any measure, they should be an actual behemoth. Right. right now in the year of our Lord, 2022, they are not acting that way. No. But you can't say, look, they are not, you know, they're not the Oakland A's. They're not the Tampa Bay Rays. They're not whatever else. Uh, it's debatable. They're not. I mean, they're not. They, they, Kevin, they went from being. They still have a payroll that's four or five times those teams that I mentioned. But they went from being the lovable losers and the bleacher bums, right? That's what it was. Come to the sunshine. We're the lovable losers. It's okay. They're trending back in that direction a little bit. That's what has Cubs fans mad because winning the World Series changed the narrative. That's what right. Jed and Theo wanted to do when they took over. They wanted to take them from lovable losers to consistent playoff appearances, and they did that. We thought the Cubs, mm -hmm. the giant behemoth with the new network coming, their own TV station, that they were going to turn into the Yankees or Dodgers three straight NLCS appearances. They had the farm system finally building a champion. They win the World Series. They get to the, the, the NLCS three years in a row. They go to the playoffs a bunch of years under Madden, and it falls apart. Instead of becoming the Dodgers or the current Astros or right. the Yankees, who really haven't won a World Series but still spend a lot of money and won a lot of World Series before that, instead of being the lovable losers – what they've kind of shifted back into at the moment is mid-market maybes. <laughs> they're the mid-market. They're the mid-market maybes because everything is a maybe. Well, maybe if VR has a good season, or maybe if if Efros uh, is good, we can flip him. Maybe if uh, Robertson is good, we can flip him. Maybe if the prospects all turn out. Maybe if we sign one of the shortstops. There's. Even if they get Dansby Swanson while we're doing this podcast, right. there will be so many maybes about this team still moving forward. When you're counting strictly on prospects instead of going into the deep end of the pool with the teams like a small market team like the Padres or even the Rangers, mm -hmm. who it hasn't worked out for yet, 
or the Mets who are spending crazy money, what hasn't worked out for yet, if you're not going to go there and you're counting on just prospects, you are just gambling your fan base on maybes. Right. There's just a bunch of maybes. That's what even the best prospects are, maybes. It's, it's interesting. Not, a good, I mean, not I, a good look. I think people said the same thing about the Red Sox when their curse ended in t- 2004. They were able to rebound. They won in 2007. Yeah, they won two other th- times, right? Right. Three other times. Three. Cubs, had a, the Cubs yeah. had a shot. At least they got there. Their problem was they didn't, they didn't like that Hayward contract, and then they let it become an albatross instead of just saying, you know what, we're the Cubs. What's the just big deal? Off. We've got cash. They were right and, and it that, off, and, and let's the, move on that's and sign the, the next That's guy. the difference. The, 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 they should have got Bryce Harper. I, I think we're looking right now, Judd Hoyer, the possibility of him maybe being really afraid to make a mistake and thinking that's the only mistake I'm going to be allowed to make. Um, if they would have signed Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. just, just a what if. If they would have signed Bryce Harper, they probably still wouldn't have, because the rest of the team wasn't hitting well, they probably still right. wouldn't have won the World Series. They probably still would have broke up, still restocked the farm system with those guys. And you know what you would have had? Bryce Harper and a farm system coming up, which would have put them light years ahead of where they are. And Bryce Harper's deal, by the way, all of a sudden looks sort of team-friendly, which is <laughs> right. what everybody's saying about these deals now. They all look bad at first. But there have been 22 times in baseball history, 11 of them right now, when players have signed more than 10, 10 or more years in, ba- in a contract. Cubs don't want to do well, it. And had you signed Carlos Correo for, for 10, 30, you know, 300 last, last year. Last year, yes. I, I don't know who said it on your podcast, but they said yeah. you, you, would, you would die right now yeah. to sign Correa Machado, for 920. Machado for 300. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, the Cubs, I think, theoretically should be a crown jewel franchise in Major League Baseball, up there with the Yankees and Dodgers and Giants and Cardinals. Are the Cubs that right now? A crown jewel. They have the best ballpark and atmosphere in all of baseball. I think that's maybe arguable with some fans, depending on where you're from. But I think most people, even internationally, if they hear great state baseball stadium in America, the first place they think of is Wrigley Field. Right. Okay, um, and is that going to be enough going forward, though, Luke? No, you have. I mean, you, you, we, no. we saw the attendance this year because then you're like, going back to the lovable yeah. losers thing, and I don't think they're going that way. I think mm-hmm. they do have smart people in charge, but they've got to get everybody on the same page. Right. There's a lot of stuff out there right now that suggests that there's people that don't agree with people in that inside the organization, and that's not a way to move forward. Right, move I just, forward and don't you know what? Don't don't be like the whites. Look across town and see what the White Sox are doing to themselves. <laughs> You're the Cubs. What are they doing? That's a good question. I don't know what they're doing either. The, the, the White Sox right now are actually you know, blowing any in that they have on really taking market share in Chicago, right? I mean, I, I, and I yeah. think like a year or two ago, there was a real opportunity. Um, and Jerry, I don't know if Jerry Reinsdorf cares. I don't know if that he's ever cared. He had that same opportunity in 2006 and 2007 and didn't take it. Um, if, if Dansby Swanson doesn't sign today, I'm going to tell you what our topic's going to be on the Cubs podcast. If you combined the Cubs and Sox right now, would they be the World Series favorite? I can tell you the answer is no. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I I find it frustrating, Luke, because we see the passion that people have for the Cubs. And people are, you know, you guys are doing the best numbers you have since launch right now. Yeah, I think we had like 400 people yesterday. Hundreds of people tuning into your shows just live and then, you know. 
the passion is there, but they're not actually doing anything to bolster no. the actual in-season product. And I just don't know how much long. I mean, yeah, Wrigley Field is great. It's in the middle of a neighborhood. You can go to a game whenever you want. But the price has gone up. Yeah. And obviously, the secondary market and yeah. game time makes it a lot more affordable. But when you're talking about an actual season ticket check that you have to write and and a more corporate crowd with, with some of these clubs, it just doesn't jive. And I, that's just what I don't understand. That like, Do the Cubs understand that this is an entertainment product and it's on par like with, you know, it's competing with people's attention with Netflix and video games and TikTok. Like, you cannot take this for granted anymore. No. You just can't. No, the Cubs and Sox should be spending like the Mets and Yankees. Right. Which it should be no different here. That's how both teams should be spending. And instead of taking the passionate fan bases that are on both sides of town, because when they're both good, yeah. you, see, you see the passion that we have for baseball here. And you take those two teams, and right now you take all of that passion, and if you keep doing what you're doing on both sides of town – what you see happening on a daily basis right now is it's turning to anger, and then the anger turns to something that's even worse, apathy. Apathy, and yeah. You, what you don't want is apathy I if mean, you're trying to look, sell look, tickets. I mean, P- Major League Baseball has me. It has you. It has Lawrence. I don't know Lawrence. I think Lawrence might have gone to soccer. but uh, No, I left baseball in, like, I don't know, a couple decades ago. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Too many games. Old-timers like long. me and Luke, right? They have yeah. it, like, the new fans – I just don't know. I just, you know, the, they're not kids growing up on free TV on WGN and Harry Carey, the no. cartoon character anymore. So, you know, I think the Cubs really have to figure things out. I mean, I think they need marketable and likable players. And, and maybe they're coming up and maybe they're in the farm system and maybe we'll, in, in two years, some of these guys will come through and we'll feel good. But, like, right now it does not feel good because Major League Baseball and the labor market has changed and you've got owners uh, who are worth billions who don't really seem, you know, to be up with with, with how things change. So yeah, the next obvious shirt's going to be we got Boxberger. <laughs> we got Boxberger. I mean, come on. All right, moving on. The Bulls. Should we just, and moving on? We and moving on. Uh, Bulls are eleven and sixteen after last night's loss to the New York Knicks. Uh, the Knicks had the lowest uh, what three point rate uh, yeah, the in the league. Yeah, the worst three point shooting team in the league. And they roll in and score a record for an opponent: eighteen three pointers at the United Center last night. And I actually tweeted this last night. It was like uh, some kid just sinking shot after shot at Popper. <laughs> I shot, saw just, it was just rapid fired. Yeah, that's literally like what every Bulls opponent now like. If you you got your DraftKings sportsbook app fired up, just go and just bet three point props against the Bulls every single night and you're probably going to be making a lot of money. You know also, the, the live money line, just just like fourth quarter comes along, go against the go for the Bulls opponent cuz the Bulls right now are 3 and 11 in clutch situations, I know, which I, is I'm an idiot. I I went the other way last night. I was feeling optimistic at at halftime and took the money line at like plus 180. That didn't work out. I mean, I took the Bulls is what I should say there. You know why yeah. they make 18 three-pointers? Because without Io, all you have is Patrick William playing defense and Alex Caruso when he's on the court. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a free-for-all out there. Like, Gustavo Vega, I, I love him on Twitter. He put out a clip last night of, of Zach, Zach Levine and his $200-plus million standing on defense. His guy gives up the ball. It goes to the corner on the other side. Zach's still standing there at the free-throw line. 
his guy has turned, gone to the basket, is all alone underneath the bucket, and has a layup when the ball comes back. Where's Zach? He's still looking the other direction. He doesn't even know the guy isn't within 20 feet of him anymore. How soon before people turn on him, you think? They're turning. Oh, they already have. Yeah, no, they're turning. It's it's actually very annoying because it's not really his fault that he got that deal and – no, I don't blame uh, him for the two hundred million. He is what he I, is. Like you know what? He is I, what he is, right? And I understand what the market yeah. is and whatever. I don't. He's, know, he's a, awesome. He's, but, a you know. sco- he's a score, but he is horrific defensively. And his basketball IQ. I don't know if it's. Uh, it's not that he doesn't know the game. Certainly, like Zach yeah. Levine knows fifty times what I know about basketball. But when he gets on the court, it's like he has these brain farts. Like he takes some of the craziest shots late in the game. You want to know why? Another reason why you're 3-11? Because you play horrible defense down the stretch usually. And then number two, you put the ball in the hands of your, one of your star players, and he starts doing crazy things. <laughs> it's not a good recipe. We talk but about, like, the White Sox the and Cubs, like, overlooking. And, and Brady in the comments right now says, Bulls are more pathetic than Cubs and White Sox, and that's hilarious to me. Oh. I think that's probably, yeah. like, its own episode if we could debate that. But – I think it's similar. Like the White Sox and Cubs have needs that are being overlooked, and the Bulls went into last off season and they needed three point shooting and they needed rim protection and 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 really got neither. Uh, they rolled it back in the off season, pretty much. I just I, I just wish like, and that was the thing about like the Cubs. You brought Theo in, and it was like all right, it's this change of mindset. It's it's a it's a change yeah. of, of of total you know, reset. Getting away from the Tribune company and having the smallest front office and having, you know, no analytics department to speak of. And you're like, all right, this is now change. We are going to be smart. And you kind of figure out, all right, maybe that's going to continue with Jed Hoyer. And it just really, like, has the infrastructure isn't there. And you look at the Bulls. And AK and Mark Eversley came in here and they made a really big move for Vooch. And at that time, it kind of seemed like something that they needed. And it still might be. I still like some of the moves. Uh, the, the Vooch move doesn't look like a good one. Patrick Williams, I go from, I go from saying bust because stop yeah. thinking he's Kawhi Leonard to then I watch him like defensively last right. night and I'm like, at least he's at least the foundation is the guy's a dog on defense. Like he he could be a really good defensive player when he wants to be. Yeah. And more and often than not, flashes. he's going to be a good piece. He, he, sh- he, he shows good, flashes. He's going to be don't, a good piece. I don't think he's Kawhi Leonard, yeah. but he is young. But yeah, a, yeah. a lot of this goes goes back to, I mean, they, they've been picking the top ten for most of the last six, seven years, and what do you have to show for it? Tanks for Kobe nothing. Kobe White and Patrick Williams. Yeah, tanks for nothing. <sighs> I, I don't know what the answer is. I know some people want to, Charles Barkley wants to tear it down. Might be the There's answer, no but you know what? I'm not ready for just like five more years. I would, of I would still rather. I, I still, I still, right I still guy. like tuning in right now and actually watching a competitive game. I, I still like this. I, I, like, I do too. It's just going nowhere. You know, in basketball more than any. Like at least if the, at least if the Cubs or Sox right. hang around, they can get in and pull a Phillies. Like it, it happens in baseball. One team's – they don't have to be the best team, but you can get in the playoffs and do something, even if you're not the best team in baseball. In basketball, if, if you're the playing team, you're going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're going nowhere, and you're not getting a good draft pick. I was thinking this morning 
we're coming up on 25 years without a Bulls championship, wow. which is like halfway to 50, which is remember when like the Blackhawks ended their drought. That was yeah. like, that was a huge, you know, drought to end in terms yeah. of uh, NHL. So that was like the longest drought in the NHL at the time. So I'm not saying the Bulls are going to get to 50 years without a championship, but they are well on their way. So I, I can't afford that in much time. So let's, let's do something that works. Please figure it out. The, the Bears have become the beacon of hope in my eyes in town. That's the team. The Bears have become the beacon of hope. And that's, like, that's like completely flipped since when we, yes. we launched CHGO in yes. March, and it was like, all right, it's all about the White Sox and, and Bulls, and mm-hmm. now it's kind of almost like Bulls yeah, the, are almost on the bottom. Yeah, I, mean, I, would I don't say, say they're on the bottom. The I would Hawks say are, that the but. Bears were on the bottom because you didn't know about Justin Fields, and you were going nowhere, and the Sox – you weren't there. Remember when we there? thought that the Sox were going to go to the playoffs and like win games and we go to the, the World Cubs Series? We were going to sign two or three massive free agents this offseason, right? The Blackhawks are tanking for the number one pick in a draft that's going to have at least three yeah. potential franchise players. So we were trying to figure out our taking care of business award, powered by ComEd this week. Who do we who do we settle on, Luke? I don't remember. That was, that was 10 minutes ago. We, we were we? having a hard time. Do you remember we, who we settled on, Lawrence? Well, I mean, mean? there was definitely some talk of uh, Alex Ovechkin. That's oh, right. We had to pick a non-Chicago yeah. athlete. We ah. had to go national. I said we go with Peter Peter Morazic of the Blackhawks because he allowed uh, okay. Ovechkin to have three very, very easy goals. And ESPN got their hat trick. They got their 800 goals. I think there's your winner. Was Peter Mrazek taking care of business, or was he just being Peter Mrazek? I think he was taking care of tank business. I am Does giving the taking care of business award to Alex Ovechkin, even though I was talking about the Blackhawks guys with this, Lawrence. Remember when he, like, uh, boarded Brian Campbell in 2010 on St. Patrick's oh, Day? Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that. but And we all, th- yeah, we all thought, like, that might be it for the that cup run. That was sad. But, no, Ovechkin was, was pretty amazing the other night. A hat trick to score reach 800, the th- only the third athlete uh, in NHL history to reach 800 goals, and he's well on his way to surpassing Wayne Gretzky with, what, 894? I think that's That is correct. Next one ties him with Gordie Howe at 801. That's pretty cool. And then it's Gretzky time. Pretty cool. So uh, congratulations to Alex Ovechkin's well this done. week's Taking Care of Business, powered by ComEd, award winner. Speaking of ComEd, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will come out and work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person, like I mentioned, or virtually they last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on immediately. Each, re- each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips. And to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com poweringbiz. And if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment, you can call them at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours 
to speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative, or you can just email businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online on the website at comed.com forward slash facility assessment. Kevin, our next partner has a product I've been using for over eight months. I started taking AG1 because like a lot of people, I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy and optimized immune system. I've been rolling on it and I love it. It doesn't taste super healthy. It's a mild tropical taste. And it is super healthy. So I take it first thing in the morning. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I get that boost of energy first thing in the morning. I take it on an empty stomach. Giddy up, there I go. Lifestyle friendly too, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than three bucks a day. It is recommended by professional athletes, has more than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills. You don't need a million different supplements to look out for your health. All you have to do, again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs or CHGO Bulls or CHGO Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, important when we don't get the sunshine here in the winter, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O, Cubs, take ownership over your health. Get it done. Woo. Hey, by the way, I, uh, podcast recommendation for you, Luke. Hmm. Um, the Knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. Uh, the reason I thought about this was they, Athletic Greens is also a sponsor of theirs. Uh, but they had Kevin Garnett on this week. Oh, wow. Two hours of Kevin Garnett talking about his NBA career journey. It was awesome. A lot of profanity, as yeah. you might expect from KG. But the stories were awesome, and there was um, Evan Moore um, uh, from you know Chicago media guy. He recommended it, but there's a ton of like uh, Farragut talk in there, Red West like rivalry stuff. It's like uh, like it was a great two hours. So uh, Jake R.G. I've listened to yeah. it. He enjoyed it. So I would recommend that to anyone who likes podcast and uh, Chicago basketball. Kevin Garnett really used to give you the crazy eyes, huh? He did. All right, it's time for Scroll Stoppers with Casey Standahar. Casey is in the house. Hi, guys. What's up, Casey? Hello. Happy Thursday. What's How up? Happy Thursday to you. I was just loving your conversation, especially about how every time Luke does the ad read for AG1, he says that it doesn't taste super healthy, but it is healthy. I just love that. that that's like yeah, I love essential it. I, Luke. I still love it, too. It's great. It's not, yeah. That's not an ad read, folks. That's from the it's heart. It's authentic. It's that's authentic. from the heart. That's right. And the gut, gut health. <laughs> body is the temple. Remember, body is the temple. Luke, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Because last night I was like, I want Swanson so bad for this team. <laughs> and I was just like willing. I was like praying it would happen. And then I got tired. I know you did too. Oh, yeah. Are you guys okay? I'm tired of the waiting. I'm tired of the waiting. I've scrolled four times during this podcast as of 1135. On Thursday afternoon, still nothing. What I would know. you do if it broke during this? Uh, Immediately get up and go start doing an emergency podcast. 
<laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. What I still about the ad reads? Here's why. Here's I think it's coming, guys. This is why I, I'm. I went from 50-50 that they're signing Dansby, and then you know, we had Skipper last night. Skipper maybe took me to fifty-one percent that it was happening. Now I 100% think it's happening because the Ricketts have decided to bring back the family session at Cubs convention. They've decided to have the family forum where they will answer questions from Cubs fans. They would not be doing that if there wasn't a move coming that would at least quiet the inmates. At least how you're much having would it, a convention, right? The, the Sox aren't even having theirs. So. Yeah, so Luke, bad there. Luke, how much would it cost for you to to moderate that panel? Like, would you do it for any dollar amount? Oh, actually, I would moderate that for free because inside that would be so much fun. Yeah. That, you know what? It'd be like doing an old uh, episode of Beer Money. You'd probably be pretty invisible, I guess. Yeah, as always, you know? <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to scroll stoppers for today. Here's what's happening on social media making us stop scrolling this week Joakim Noah came back to watch Derrick Rose Knicks Bulls game and uh Tibbs former Bulls head coach now Knicks head coach um he was uh, in his post-game press conference answering questions from reporters and Joakim Noah sat in for that press conference and had something to say I think he's still a little bit slighted check it out are you gonna go to Derrick's wedding and you're not gonna come to mine Oh. <laughs> that gives me the feels. It gives me the feels. I miss Joakim on the team. I miss the way that team used to play defense because Tibbs would demand it. Get back. Get back. That's a great Tibbs impression. Thanks. I'm gonna, I need it. Now I need something <laughs> wow. great. Good impression. Took everything I That's have. amazing. I thought that was fun. They seem like they're, you know, in good yeah. spirits about it. I, I love that. Love. I love that Joakim is just kind of a a fixture now at, at the United Center. Oh, like yeah. It just great. Just seems right. Yeah. I mean, it beats, I mean, he's yeah. probably like the number one athlete, resident athlete there now, which is like, it well, certainly I mean, beats it, like having Bobby Hall there all the time. Oh, gosh. Has he hooked up with the dispensary <laughs> as a spon- as like a he spokesperson needs, He yet? needs to. I mean, uh, absolutely needs to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I do, guys. too. This is pretty crazy. Bennett Carroll from the Sox Machine started a GoFundMe page to raise money to basically have Jerry Reinsdorf sell the team. It basically fire Jerry. He raised oh nearly $4,000 when his only goal was a $2,100 goal. So people clearly wanting to donate to this cause and get the billboard. Oh he wrote gosh. on the page, are you tired of Jerry Reinsdorf's? choice to not build a winning consistent baseball or basketball team are you embarrassed by the white Sox? this is your chance to show it if we reach our goals we'll get a billboard near the stadium emblazoned with the phrase sell the team jerry is the billboard up already i don't know i don't no, think so i don't think so just, and, just and so if he raised new. four grand first of all if he pockets it do we get two billboards uh, well he's, it sounds like he was only looking for a thousand he got four thousand there should be four of them right well, $2,100 goal, he raised thirty nine forty six. Well, he should put up two billboards. Oh, it's then. up to, f- yeah, One for the Bulls, one for the Sox. Yeah. And we, we saw, wow. like, what the Fire Gar Packs oh, thing eventually mushroomed into, which I guess now <laughs> the result hasn't been that great. Um, like, Ryan Sorf doesn't he's love he's, stuff like I this. I mean, clearly he's not going to sell – Clearly, we're effed for another few decades because his son's just going to take over, just like he took over the Bulls, supposedly, even though it's still terrible there, too. I'll give you a hot take. I, th- I think that he does sell within the next 
Less than five years. Both teams? Huh. Uh, I think for sure he sells the White Sox and the Bulls individually. Mm-hmm. Not like some group wow. package. He'll right, sell them right. individually. And then I think what will happen is he will tell whoever is buying the Bulls, Michael is still in charge if you're buying it. Like, give Ryan, Ryan Michael. Stark, not Jordan. No, yeah, correct. <laughs> Michael Michael is in charge. You can you can own the team, but your CEO will always be Michael. Jordan. This is crazy. Jordan, no, fine, <laughs> Jordan. That's what I think's gonna. That's what I think is gonna happen. And he'll he'll make billions of dollars, and he'll be able to leave um, when he's done with the business and yeah. moving no business. on. He'll leave behind billions of dollars for generations of his family. So I have to say, to billboards are cheaper than I thought they'd be, and I I actually kind of like. Twenty one hundred bucks for a billboard. Yeah. Like, do we need one for CHO? Right. That's what I'm well, thinking. Well, to me like? though, like for twenty one hundred bucks <laughs> for a billboard, I would like expect to see a lot more scores being settled. Like, you know, so and so hasn't paid, you know, their child support. So and so is a shitty baby mama. Mm. Like, what is what is the this one? This guy slept on with my girlfriend. Ni- like, what is the one on ninety near like North Avenue that says? I hate Steven Singer. Oh, I looked that up. Yeah, what is that? It's like a clothing liner. It's like a brand. It's not what you think. I thought it was a jaded ex-girlfriend or boyfriend that was like. It's not a woman scorned. hmm. I always see that, and then by the time I get home, I have (laughs) forgotten about it to look it up. Yeah, I I looked it up one day because I was in the passenger seat, and I was like, I have to know what this is. If the Cubs don't sign a free agent shortstop, we should put up for 2000. Michael Collada was right. (laughs) <laughs> sure. The guy, he's he's in our chat every day saying that they're not going to do it. I hate stevensinger.com is a like jewelry. Interesting. And yeah, it's well, a got jewelry. Me to look. Uh, free ads. Think okay, about okay. It. moving on. Less okay. Enough free okay. okay, Steven. Thank you. All right. UK Chicago Bulls fan, Jimmy. I think his name's Zinky. I could be pronouncing his last name wrong. I'm sorry, Jimmy, if you're listening. Jimmy. He was Jimmy. on the Chicago, the CHGO Bulls show. He's spending some time here in Chicago. Big Bulls fan. And he posted a video last week that surprised us all, but not really because we here in Chicago show kindness by giving people rides to and from the airport in times of need. Um, And Jimmy got a very interesting ride back to his hotel. Check it out. Okay, guys. So everyone knows this crazy journey that I've been on since I've been in Chicago. Um, I got out for the Windy City game today which was a bit of a mission, but I did it, got there, and it was fantastic. Again, I got so well looked after, so I've got to shout out Brad and all the guys at the Windy City, because they were honestly so good. So I'm so pleased that I got there, and I met so many really cool people, and I met Mark Schnowski and Will Perdue, and then I got chatting to them about getting back and how difficult it was gonna be, but it's not the end of the world, and, I may just get the Uber all the way back because it's late. And, oh wow, sorry, yeah, we're just looking at. Look at all those cool lights for Christmas. Wow. Um, and this is so surreal, but somebody offered to give me a lift home. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Chicago thing to do. I'm in the car with Will Perdue, who's dropping me back to the hotel, back into town for me. Well, he's dropping me back to the hotel, which he really doesn't need to do. This is insane. I, I told him I would just charge him half of what the Uber would cost. I was fine with that. If you charged me, <laughs> if you charged me double, I would have accepted it. Will Perdue, unbelievable. I, I had to do a video because nobody would believe this. 
yeah, insane. I'm gonna go, I need to speak to Will, and uh, I'm gonna update you on my incredible night later, but wow. I mean, love how it. sweet is it's, he? I love like, it. Genuinely happy. Will, such a nice guy to drive him home. We've had Will on the show as well. What a cool moment for him. I'm sure he's having a blast. I mean, absolutely amazing. Did I tell the story about Dick Versace and my dad on this podcast earlier? I've heard I it not on the podcast. Don't I don't think so. I do know that Will is one of the greatest guys. Like, just a really good guy. Yeah. I, and, and I don't doubt that Shinowski, another great guy, and Kendall, another great guy, yeah. offered to do it too. But they arrived by helicopter. <laughs> so that's why, you know, they couldn't afford to take another guy by chopper. So quick, quick story on that. So back in the 70s, my dad would go up to Milwaukee to watch Marquette and DePaul games. Him and his buddies go up there. Uh, two of his buddies, and, and like, were driving or whatever. They left um, my dad at a bar or something, and a, a, the other guy, and they had no way back to Chicago. And obviously there was no Uber and no cell phone, so they didn't know what to do. And they were walking outside the Mecca, and Dick Versace at that point, uh, was the coach of Bradley, and he ran into him, and they explained their predicament, and Dick Versace drove him back to Chicago and even wow. stopped at a restaurant on the way home and uh, bought them lunch. I mean, That's pretty That's cool. So nice. Yeah. Dick Versace, rest in peace. He died this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. so, too. I remember he used to do uh, bits with uh, Gene Greco, right? He used to do a lot yeah, of he stuff. He used to be on, on NBC a lot during, yeah. the, during the Bulls years. So, All right, our clip of the week. Oh I mean, this one I'm excited about. Too obvious. This involves Luke Stucky Claus, as he mm. is also known as. Not the same person. Not the same. Actually, you're right. Not the same person. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, we went to the Wrigley Wonderland this past week. Uh, yesterday, two days ago now? A couple days ago. Yeah, we were trying to raise enough money. Yes. We tried to make our fee going in be what landed Correa or, or Dansby. Yeah. And <laughs> there is a longer form video. There is tons of bloopers. But this was our experience at Wrigley with, with Stucky Claus. Don't worry, everybody. Correa's coming. Woo! On Haffer, on Horner, on Herrera, on Del Mendo. Is this over? Does anybody have a Dramamine? This thing's getting me dizzy. How about a free agent shortstop? Anybody? Oh, I've got gas. <laughs> I mean, literally, Stucky Claus. You became a different person. Like, I don't even know that man. I mean. That jolly old man. The, the <laughs> most fun we had was trying to ice skate. Right. But it was. It was tough in, in that Santa suit. suit Unbearable. Well, and also you had skates that were far too Yeah, large. they were too big. My whole foot was moving yeah. around. Uh. Cody wouldn't do it because he had Jordans, and he didn't want to leave his Jordans behind <laughs> anywhere. I mean, I told him, like, just put skates on on the bottom of the Jordans. Well, yeah, he probably could have snuck on the ice on just in the, the – Right. The ice there isn't exactly like United Center quality. It's, like, carved up. It was yeah. so much fun, though. The worst part was that – Every kid there thought I was really Santa. They did. And so I had to play Santa like half the time that we were there. Because you, you, you can't did. break hearts. And the adults wanted to get photos with you. The workers at Wrigley thought we were with the yeah. Cubs. They thought right, you they, know, Luke yeah. was hired to be Santa. It was fabulous. I'm, a little, was I'm a little surprised that they let you in because uh, let, let's think about this from a viewpoint of a large organization. Are you really going to let some guy in in a costume and then let him interface with young children? That's the thing. You it's like no one even questioned it. Yeah. Look at this. This is. And they didn't know it was Luke Stuckmeyer. They no. just thought this it was is, a Santa This Claus. is trustworthy. You look at me and you say trustworthy. 
And we, we thought wrong, he was going to get more patted down, and they just I did think they were going mean, to pat me down. Look, <laughs> there there are a few things more suspect than a, than a skinny Santa Claus. I'll, I'll just say that. Than a Santa <laughs> with a foco. Do you have the video oh, of the well, thing falling out? Oh, gosh. Not, I not have here it. With so, uh, Cody said it's not true about, uh, I assume I assume he means about not wanting to take the Jordans Maybe he off. just didn't want to skate. I, I'm not a very good skater. Maybe yeah, Cody isn't He didn't want to get hurt. Why didn't you skate, Casey? I yeah, Casey well, because I had the skating? camera and all the foot, all the gear. Well, maybe you could have gotten like. And I wasn't going to be yeah. the one skating backwards getting yeah. a look. Like, that's not You my know thing. how to skate backwards? No. Oh, I assumed you did. No. She didn't yeah. want to be embarrassed. It's huh. it's okay. all right. I, I didn't. And we listen. also played basketball, and I couldn't make a shot. So. Did you not do figure skating when you were younger? I wish I did. I mm. think it's so beautiful, but I went the dancer route, and it didn't really uh, transfer over to skating for Interesting. I did have skill. a question while we were there, Kevin, and I wondered, if I blow out my ACL here, yeah. is, is our insurance program or workman's comp going to cover that? Well, that's a conversation for off the air. Uh, Cody <laughs> says he just sucks at skating, so let's. Same. Uh, yeah. Me too. Okay. I was good. Take a look at the video. You'll see how good <laughs> I am. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all for Scroll Stoppers for today. Hope you enjoyed. Wee. Yay. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, it is possible with the GameTime app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal this season on Bulls, Blackhawks, anything really at the United Center or in the vicinity of Chicago. You want to check out GameTime. It is created by the fans, for the fans, and guarantees the lowest price you love CHGO, then you will love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Uh, still no Dansby Swanson, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Shady Rays, they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this year because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everybody and everybody's lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have this insane protection program, it, the best one in all of eyewear, really. Lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they'll just send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. If you drop them in a lake or off a cliff or on the expressway, anything, they'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you handing it, holding in my hand is just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree. More than 200,000 five-star reviews. And Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed, and they've donated more than 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product, and they told our team that if anybody has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it's right and get it right. Free returns, free exchanges. You either love your shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And here's the deal. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays running off their deepest deal of the season. Just in time for the holidays, use the code CHGO, 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's right, BOGO, baby. Buy one, get one free. You can get Bogo. two pairs for as low as 54 bucks. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all of their newest and best shades. I got mine. If it gets sunny again, I'll be wearing them Will as it, soon as it happens. It's honestly becoming quite depressing. 
That that SAD, I mean, yeah. that seasonal affective disorder things happening. Yeah. What the hell? Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Chicago. I need my. By free. the way, Cody is defending himself in the in the comments. He was just saying he just sucks at skating. I believe I said that on the podcast. Yeah, I know, ago. but like, I just want to say, like. I actually think like not wanting to get your Jordan stolen is a defensible reason to not <laughs> go skating. So I don't know why he's backtracking. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why he wore the Jordans. He always he has so many pairs of Jordans. That's the problem. You know, you got to wear your old yeah. shoes. He, he doesn't have like the what? The, what's like he, the old name for shoes? Galoshes. Sneakers. He doesn't have any galoshes. Galoshes are the talking about. Galoshes are the galoshes. Old Brogans. The rubber thing people used to snap onto the bottom of their dress <laughs> Maybe shoes. Maybe we should get some salt. galoshes for the, for the Jordans. We should get them some galoshes. Jordan galoshes. Kind also, uh, also called rubbers. I think Jack day. has pointed out that Box Burger's last name can actually be spelled out with just emojis because there's a box emoji right. and a burger emoji. I wonder how many other MLB. It's, there can't be a lot of MLB uh, players who are like that. Yeah. People are actually pretty excited about the move on Twitter. Like uh, Probably because you know, they can use emojis. And one of them oh, is a burger. Mm, delicious. I guess Jake burger you could do, but what would you use for Jake? You don't need to do Jake. We need to put yeah, Box Burger's first name. But that, that, I mean, it's better with the combination. Okay. Good call. Anyway, uh, this time of year, everyone is excited about the gifts, the holiday spirit, but what about all the basketball? When I throw down on the NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We talked about uh, earlier today betting three-point overs on Bulls opponents. Yeah, that's a good People idea. People should probably figure that out. Uh, new customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team, probably a Bulls opponent. And if the Bulls opponent wins, you get $150 in free bets if they do. You could also bet on the Bulls and, you know, whatever. But, you know, make your own risks, I guess. Take, <laughs> take your own risks. Anyway, everyone can c- combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings. Same game parlay. Also, if you're listening to this in Maryland... Listen up, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. So if you want to, you're a Chicago fan, you live in Maryland, get in on the action. Download that app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with the code CHGO, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and get $150 in free bets if they do, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Hit that like button, guys. You know you want to. Yeah, right. I'm just going to read comments from here on out. Appreciate it. That's good. That's good. Hit that like button. All right. Suck and duck time. As promised early in the show, Chicago versus Philadelphia. The Eagles probably have the edge on the Bears. No, the Eagles definitely have the edge on the Bears. <laughs> on Sunday, uh, maybe things will get interesting if there's some sort of fog bowl yeah. rematch. That might, kind of be, might be kind of fun. Hopefully, Justin that. Fields is healthy enough to play. Take the L. Let's talk about Chicago versus Philadelphia. Yeah, should we bring in uh, Casey for this, too? I think yeah, she's yeah, going to be in on yeah. this. Okay. Bring her back. All right, let's get her in here, too. Okay, hi, Casey. There she is. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Okay, so I happen to like Philadelphia an awful lot. It's I actually really like going there. I've always liked visiting, covering games there. Luke apparently is not like that. Oh, I'm, I'm totally... I'm with Philadelphia. Let's go. You like Philly? Casey, have you been to Philly? I've never been to Philly. Uh-oh. You get, need to change that. I know. How am I going to do this segment with you guys? Well, I mean, we're I talking about ge- general yeah, you can Philly judge. things. Yeah. I, I often say that Philadelphia is like Chicago's asshole brother. Like, we've got a chip on their shoulder. They've got a, an entire boulder. 
and I like it. I think it's kind of endearing. People are really friendly to hang out with. Um, are they? Yes. In Philly? I've spent yeah. many a night at Dirty yeah. Frank's Bar, which is an Dirty Frank. Awesome. Have you ever been there? No, I just like the Pearl It's Gems an amazing song. dive bar. It's one of the best dive bars I've ever been to. Bishop's Collar, I've been there. Bishop's when, Collar. When I worked for the Blue Jackets and the Flyers came into town, nobody was nice. Not one person. No. <laughs> well, that's that's not a good start for so you. so loud. Everybody's so loud. Yeah. Hmm. Just overwhelmingly loud. I mean, they're better than New York, right? They're better than New York people? Uh, I like yeah, I like Philly better than I like New York. Okay. But that's not an endorsement of any way. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's got an East Coast feel. So I, we're going to compare had some the good two? Nights there. You want to compare the two? All right. I, I've, got a couple, I've got a couple categories here. We'll just talk about things. Let's do it. What do you got first? Italian beef versus the oh, Philly cheesesteak. Now you're speaking my language. Ooh, it's time I'm for hungry. lunch. Let's now, the go. Philly cheesesteak, I think it's had more of a national profile yeah. until the bear on FX. And now I feel like Italian beef is having its moment. Italian beef stands are opening up all across the country. Uh, so what's better, the Italian beef or the Philly cheesesteak? Both. Here's, here's the deal. It's, it's the Italian beef. And, and, and this shouldn't be the comparison. This is our fault. We don't just have all they can hang their hat on are these Philly cheesesteak places, right? Yeah. With or without cheese whiz. <laughs> Ooh, it's so gourmet. You can go to Portillo's and yeah. get the same thing. Only it's way better at Portillo's, okay? Or Al's wait, beef, wait, or Johnny's on. beef, huh? or you're saying uh, you're saying the Philly cheesesteak. You, you can't get those at Portillo's. What? No. No, it's a spe- it's a certain thing. I I you gotta the love Philly the Philly cheese steak. steak is just beef with cheese whiz on it's it. It's pretty guys. freaking amazing. But you can customize that. If you go to Tony Luke's, which is one of my uh, favorite ones there, not my favorite, but I do like Tony Luke's. You can get the bread and they line it with pepperoni and then put the cheese steak on top of that. Well, that's freaking amazing. But all they have is Philly cream cheese and cheese steaks, like. We have well, pizza, they've got tasty. They've got tasty pizza, cakes. Italian food, Mexican food. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about Italian beef. They've got tasty cakes. Like, they've got the Wawa sandwiches. Comparing comparing the food in the two cities. Come on. No, we didn't. Uh, we're, we're we're comparing beef. The beef versus beef. the cheesesteak. I, I do Italian beef. Period. Portillo's. Done. And by the way, Luke, you don't even eat jardinera. So like, that's right. What are we talking about? How do you? You don't know what a damn. damn I probably just get is. the dirty cheese whiz that I had the one time I went to Philly, and I was underwhelmed by it. We're getting, we're totally getting Italian Russell's beef. Russell's barbecue is better than that. <laughs> Maybe. All right, hoop dreams versus Rocky. Ugh, uh-huh. That's easy. That's Rocky, dreams, right? Well, one's yeah. real. So it's the Italian guy. Well, come on. Our own Italian stallion, Lawrence Pettitano. Uh, uh-huh. One is one is actually real about uh, real athletes. Uh, the other uh, is about a five three actor who got all jacked up. Uh, and I love the movies, uh, but come on, like. You can't have reality versus Adrian. fiction. Like, hey. that's but the, Rocky is an underdog, and the Sylvester Stallone story of getting that movie made is an underdog story. It's a fun story, but come on. They built a statue of the guy. Yeah. Like, we have statues in our city of Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete that ever lived. Dominated Philadelphia in every way, shape, or form. They have a statue of a guy who is a fake character in a movie. If Chicago, yeah, and they they put a be damn like us, bell be in like, there, and the bell's broken. Come, come on. on, what are you doing? No, it'd be like it'd be like us having a Ferris Bueller statue. Would, okay, but that's actually a good idea, that's isn't it? A good idea. No, I like, like that why idea. would you not want a Ferris Bueller statue? Yes, I'm in. Let's do it. And that's the only answer, right? Because you would have like a Blues Brothers statue would be cheesy. 
Uh, yeah. I'd rather have the I Blues mean, Brothers than Ferris You would rather Bueller have a Blues Brothers. Interesting. Yeah. What about a Fugitive statue? Yes. I'm in. Sold. Maybe. Maybe. Any no. Other? When I got home, those, we, have an, we have enough actual heroes that we can build real statues of real people. Agreed. It'd be kind of cool if they did a Hoop Dream statue out at the UC. They won't. No. <laughs> Does Derek Rose ever get a statue? Ooh. Hmm. Depends on if know. they do like a ring of fame like the Cubs have decided to do at Gallagher Way. Because they only have the Jordan statue, right? And it's kind of iconic. I mean, a Pippin one would come well, the before Pippen, Jordan. The, well, no, the, they do D have Rose. the Pippin that's just the torso, and it's yeah. in, like, it's yeah, weird. I, I think, what, they have a Johnny Red Kerr one, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. As long as we do better statues than Washington commanders. <laughs> Yikes. Still yeah, really just not okay with Did that. Did they take that down? I don't know, but it was terrible. Right. Sears I Tower versus two. Independence Hall. Oh. I don't even know what Independence Hall looks like. Oh, come on. Sears is taller. Sears. That's Sears. Sears. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, the Declaration of Independence and Constitution were, were they yeah. signed in there or just debated? I believe there is a do-right in the lower level <laughs> of the Sears Tower now. I thought you were going to so say So if you're going to try and compare the two, uh, again, we got the do I think there's a, either a Pat or Geno's in the <laughs> in Independence Hall. Yeah. Makes cheesesteaks. Yeah, that really. That really uh, the answer is Sears. <laughs> or a Wawa. You Declaration like, of Independence. Have you guys ever been in a, a Wawa? Yeah, I believe yeah. I got gas yeah. from a Wawa. I gotta Wawa. say, the Wawa I thought like I thought it was gonna be like a White Hen. It is, and it kind of is, but it's not, not as, good as, as good as a White Hen. Okay. It's not as good as White Hen. Uh, back as a veteran White Hen White Hen is. I don't. Yeah. Welcome to the eighties. How much money when you? How much money would we make if we brought back White Hen? White Hen. We would make so much money. Would we? I don't know about that. What else we got? Monsters of the Midway versus the Broad Street Bullies. Two, uh, two long-ago dynasties that uh, people still talk about very fondly. Yes, a dynasty that had one win. That's the Bears. So does that mean yeah, you're a Broad Street Bullies Yeah, but they were the greatest ever. No. They were the greatest ever. Broad Street Bullies won two cups uh, uh, and in the 70s. Do they, do they have a song that everybody knows? Do or, they or have, do they have a Super Bowl shuffle? shuffle. <laughs> did they have sweetness? No. Those teeth, though. Did they have the yeah. fridge? No, they had some bad teeth. Yeah, Wait a minute. Sean just said, Sean in the comments said, Mr. Submarine greater than any sandwich in Philly. Whoa, well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, Sean's on that's my, that's true. what I'm saying. Oh, God. You Mr. can go, Submarine's you can terrible. go to Johnny's, you can go to Al's Beef, you can Hold go on, to Portillo's. Mr. Submarine is not an Italian beef place. You could go to Arby's. Oh, gosh. Love Arby's. And get anything okay. as good as you're going to get down. in Philly. Don't get me started on Arby's, <laughs> everybody. With or without. With or without. Luke, have you ever had a Philly cheesesteak? Yes, and they yell, with or without. Pat and Gino's or whatever their name is. Now you got to go to Jim's Steaks. Yeah, Jim's is amazing. Yeah, and that's... I was underwhelmed. Oh, uh, well. Okay. I was totally underwhelmed. Final category. Thing. Clark the Cub versus Gritty. Now, I mean, this come is, on now. This, this is not a question, is it? Like This should be the Philly Fanatic versus Benny the Bull. I, I was wondering about the choice of Gritty's of amazing, dude. These are both embarrassing. No, Gritty's the best thing in the world. I mean, he's... He's a Sesame Street character. Isn't Gritty he? is one of the rare things that like everyone makes a big deal of. That's actually worth the yeah. big deal. Really? Like the problem for uh -oh. me is potential I spam. Oh, oh, oh I, sh I thought was that was the Dansby Swanson <laughs> tune. <laughs> okay. um, Check just in case. Wasn't Gritty like? Did someone say this here that he was like a mistake mascot? And they were like, "Oh, he's really ugly." And then they were like, "Let's just roll with it." 
Let's just no, I think they knew what crazy. they were doing. Yeah, that's you think do? they knew. Yeah, yeah I think that's... it was targeted. Well, I mean, so Philly. Because when, when the Fanatics showed up in eight, the 80s, it was like this big deal. And then the White Sox introduced Ribby and Rhubarb. Love Ribby and Rhubarb. And no, people didn't like them as much as Ribby the Fanatic or whatever. Why? Why would you not like Ribby and Rhubarb? Wait, can we go it's... back about Clark? I think Clark is cute. No. He's, he's no, not he's wearing pants, but he's cute. He's uh, lovable. Can we go back to the sandwiches? Because I was going to say the best sandwich I had in Philadelphia was actually Capriati's. Which did oh, have some yes. outlets that moved here to Chicago. I'm very and they sad made they the got rid of that one here. they made the Thanksgiving dinner sandwich. Ooh. Amazing, um, yeah, that's an amazing. Which sandwich. was I don't remember what it was called the Chucky or something like that, but it's that's a legit sandwich. Yeah. Well, you'll notice on these two beefs I I put on the screen here. We got that's Johnny's on the left here from mm-hmm. Elmwood Park, my hometown, not hometown, but it's where I live, and that's Jim Steaks on the right. They're both amazing. I would suggest eating all of them, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no way to go wrong there. We tune no. up. My only problem with Philadelphia, and I'm getting the chocolate cake. We'll wrap it up. We gotta go eat. My only problem with Philadelphia is water ice. It's the dumbest thing. I don't understand the concept of water ice. You like tasty cakes? No, no. I don't know. Tasty I don't cakes are good. The, the no. butterscotch crimpets. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So good. Okay. Because you can go to Jersey Mike's and get the. They have them at the Jersey Mike's. Oh. Compare oh. tasty cakes okay. to like a do right donut or something <laughs> is laughable. It's completely Laughable. different. I would take a tasty cake over a Twinkie. Well, don't Was we have the... hostess? Don't we have hostess here? Yeah, like I would oh, take okay. tasty so gonna... cake over a Twinkie. Over a ding dong? Yes. I love a ding dong. Oh, come on. God, I love a ding dong. <laughs> come on. Over a Man. ding dong. All right. Well, we've solved nothing, but we got By, by the way, I, 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 I did ask one category. Uh, famous outcasts. You could have like Kanye yeah. or R. Kelly versus Bill Cosby. Let's not. Let's not get in there. No. It's This has been a dark enough week. We don't have to. Been gloomy. Chicken Swanson. <laughs> All right, this has been the Chicago Sports Podcast. I'm Kevin Kadick with Luke, Casey, and Lawrence. We appreciate every one of you who tunes in week after week. Make sure you leave us a good review. Pass along. We're trying to build the word. Uh, we're growing and growing and growing. It's been a great 2022. We've got two more Thursdays left in 2022. And wow, that's not it. that we're counting. Good shows planned for you. Wow. So um, have a great weekend. Hope to see you at the Bulls takeover tomorrow night. Make sure you get those CHO gift subscriptions, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday morning. Down.